Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, I have with me uh, Miss Nicole Hampton. Say hello, Nicole. Hey, Patrick. Thanks for having me today. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know in our nine to five jobs, or I should say our 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. jobs, uh, Nicole and I actually work together. So full disclosure there. Nicole, what's it like working with me on a day-to-day basis? A lot of laughs, a lot of uh, head spinning ideas. Like, Pretty like good. Laughing at me, not with me. That I'm sounds sorry. about right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's why we have you on the show today. Um, is obviously we um, we do a lot of marketing. Um, you actually run the entire digital marketing department at Omni Premier, correct? That's right. Yeah, and tell us a little bit, bit about your background and how you got into marketing a dentist. Yeah, sure. So I have been working in SEO for about eight or nine years now, and I started out doing SEO content writing and not really working in a specific industry niche. Um, Over time, I kind of switched over to the more on-site, off-site, SEO, hands-on part of things. And I would say, let's see, I can't remember my age now, but I think it's been five years now that I've been working in the dental and medical space. You're 37. Yeah, 37. Thank you. Uh, Does that help jar your memory? Yeah. Um, I've been working for, yeah, about five or six years in the dental and medical space for SEO. And now I'm really more on the technical side of SEO as opposed to kind of the front end content side of things. And I'm really focused in on dental practices and figuring out how we can make their SEO really work for them and get new patients. So today, specifically, we're going to jump into the Google My Business portion and the problems that practices are having out there and, and where they can kind of excel. But I, I know that you're not the type that wants to kind of toot your own horn, so to speak. So I'll do it for you. Um, Nicole, you truly are a leading expert on Google My Business when it comes to dental practices and medical practices. I don't think there's anyone out there that is as focused and as passionate um, about Google My Business and uh, dentistry. Um, so tell me a little bit like about Google My Business, um, where practices are missing the boat, and then we'll jump into how they can get on that boat. Yeah, um, thank you, first of all. But, um, you know, Google My Business is your Google business listing. And it is, you know, when somebody searches for a dentist in Denver or a dentist near me, your listing is what populates the maps results, or I should say you and all of your competitors, that's what populates those map results, which is, that's where people are looking for when they're looking for a new dentist. And a lot of dentists are not really spending a lot of time on this listing. You can, it's only as good as what you put into it. So a lot of practices have nearly nothing on the listing other than kind of their basic address, phone number. Sometimes those are even incorrect, which is a huge problem. And if you're not spending a good amount of time getting that listing built up, making sure that it's all correct, making sure that you're utilizing every feature that they offer, you're really missing out on getting higher rankings in those map results and just being able to reach patients in the best way possible. So it's a really robust 
listing system and there's a lot that you can do in there to make yourself look really good. And that's kind of where I see a lot of practices missing out, you know, we're not spending a lot of time filling it out and making sure that it's correct. And yeah. So there's obviously a lot to kind of dive into as far as Google My Business listings are concerned. Let's just talk about the time. If you want to have a top performing Google My Business listing in dentistry in a major market in this country, how many hours a month or a week do you think a practice would need to uh, spend doing that? Yeah, so I think that a lot of the time for Google My Business is in the setup, so to speak. So there's some kind of front loaded time there, especially if you don't have your listing optimized already. And I would say that it takes a couple of hours to go in and take a pretty much empty or new listing and completely build it up. And then from there, I would say that, you know, you want to be in there at least two, three, four hours a month to make sure that everything's looking good, to make sure that you're not missing out on anything new happening in there because they do update it and add things on a really regular basis. And then on the flip side of that is the reviews. And the reviews are something that, you know, whether you have someone managing your Google My Business listing or you're managing it in-house, you really have to be in charge of your own reviews on Google My Business. And so that alone is, is a whole entity that you wanna spend time pretty much every day that you're seeing patients, whether that's just asking them for reviews or responding to your existing reviews. Now, as far as these reviews are concerned, I know that it's a big part of uh, your Google My Business location and, and can literally change the economic trajectory of a practice. I think a lot of practices don't see that. Um, others do. And that's why you'll see some practices with three, 400 positive reviews and others with you know two or three total reviews one or two of them being negative. Um, we have a way of helping practices um, increase the amount of positive. We can guarantee we can increase the amount of positive reviews, but talk to me about statistically what um, what reviews can do for a practice. I mean, if you have a hundred positive reviews and a solid, um, a solid presence on Google My Business and a major market, we'll say like Denver or we'll say uh, Orlando, um, how many additional patients do you think Google can send uh, you per month if you're doing those things correctly? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're doing them correctly and on an ongoing basis, you know, we've seen clients that get hundreds of click-to-calls from their Google My Business listing alone. So that's even just aside from any of their other marketing endeavors, hundreds of click-to-calls. And some of those click-to-calls are going to be from existing patients, of course, but a lot of them are from new patients who are just looking for a dentist in their area. So it can have a pretty massive effect on a practice. And not only that, but your reviews are a known ranking factor for Google My Business and for the maths results. So you want to be able to show up in those top three results in the maps listings. And your rankings have a really big impact on that. So if you are looking at two practices side by side and everything about their practice age and uh, their Google My Business listing as far as how it's optimized is exactly the same. But one of them maybe has a hundred more reviews or you know a star rating higher. They're almost certainly going to beat out the other practice. So it's super, super important, not just for how many patients you can get um, the actual numbers, but for how visible you are as a practice in the maps results. Nicole, the um, 
kind of jump right into the segment. Uh, obviously, you know what you're doing um, at OmniPremier.com. The, um, there's other people that are good at this too. And then there's a lot of shysters um, out there as well, um, unfortunately. Uh, in a minute or less, if I'm a dental practice, um, uh, own a practice from a dentist, how do I vet a company to know that they're a good company, a solid company, reputable company with integrity to help them uh, with their Google My Business profile? Yeah, um, I mean, I think that if you are already paying for SEO with a company and you are a dental practice, they should be managing your Google My Business listing. So that's really something to consider right off the bat. If you look at your listing and you notice that it's pretty empty or incorrect or you never hear about it from your marketing company, then that's super important. If you're looking for a new marketing company, I would say, you know, talk to them about who they've worked with so far and look at their references in terms of their practice Google My Business listings. Take a look at how robust they are, if they have a ton of information on there, how their reviews look, if they're ranking well for the terms in your area um, or in their perspective areas. I think that that's really the best way that you can vet a company in terms of Google My Business is to see how their current clients are ranking and how their Google My Business listings look to a user. Trusted advice from you, Nicole. I appreciate that very much. Two more quick things. One, you actually have a course coming out here soon um, on Google My Business that will actually teach uh, practices how they can manage this themselves and actually do a great job doing that. Um, it's your knowledge and wisdom that you're sharing. Um, I know there will be a monthly, uh, there is a cost for that course, but it's very reasonable and will save practices a lot of money. Um, feel free to reach out uh, to Nicole for more information at that, Nicole at OmniPremier.com. And then the other thing I want to talk about a little bit, too, is let's have some fun. Let's talk about your uh, passion um, outside of uh, marketing dental practices. Uh, tell us about your website, DoeWide.com. Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm a food blogger. Um, if you don't know, Patrick and I are here in Denver. That's where Omni is located. And um it's a high altitude area. So if you, if you're a baker, you probably already know that high altitude baking is kind of a big challenge. So I run a high altitude baking blog. I bake almost every single day of my life. And I am also a cookbook author. So I have a, uh, my first book was published a couple years ago. It's called Sugar High. And I'm working on my second book now. When is that second book coming out? It comes out October of 2021. To buy a copy of your first book or to read all of your recipes, I think they're all pretty much on your blog. Um, it's doeyed.com. Correct? Correct. Yep. And where can I buy your book? Amazon? Yep, you can buy it at Amazon. It's in most booksellers, um, in person shops too, Barnes and Noble, Tattered Cover, Costco. Um, yeah, it's all over. I personally have made a recipe from the book. We'll make some more. I know it's wonderful. Nicole, thank you so much. It's a pleasure working with you. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Patrick. It was fun. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.